Hey, you ever wonder what Matthew Holt is up to late at night in self-quarantine? Wonder no more. It's the late night episode of Health in 2.00, April 16th edition. Health in 2.00. It's the show where Jess DeMassa asks all your questions about health and technology, and Matthew Holt tries to answer them in just two minutes. Wake up over there. What are you doing? Dressing gown and all. It's not that late. It's pretty late, Jessica, and you are making me step even later after we do this to talk to a bunch of people in Australia. That's right. We are hosting a Zoom bar for the Australasian Institute of Digital Health. They're we very first. Digital health and Australasians and institutes down there. Mm-hmm. I thought they just drank beer and sat around and had fun, but why are they doing it in the middle of the night? No, that is what's happening there with you right now. <laughs> But why are they doing it in the middle of the night? I don't understand it. It's not the middle of the night there. It's the middle of the afternoon. Like those Aussies, 3 o'clock p.m., 0 o'clock. Do do we have like a show about deals and stock prices? and? Well, we better do it. Get your timer. (laughs) Timer ready? Timer ready. Ready. Go. All right. Wealthy Therapeutics gets $4 million. Tell me about them. All right, one of mine, a uh, company I've been working with out of the Bayer Group, uh, very, very smart um, management team led by Abhishek Shah. This is based in India, but with activity in Singapore and probably coming to a town near you at some point. First uh, um, public race they've done, I think, but there's more to come here. They are a digital therapeutic company that matches sort of digital therapeutics, coaching and all that great stuff with generic drugs um, in India, Singapore, across Southeast Asia. Smart guys, a lot more to come from this. Watch that space. What about Lion Rock Recovery? Uh, telehealth for substance abuse. They get $7 million. Yeah, this is, uh, I know nothing about these guys, but there's been a lot of activity in this area. Even my friend JL Neptune, who's been busy uh, getting and now recovering from COVID-19 in New York City, has got a company called uh, uh, Sunter Recovery, which is in this space. And there are some other similar spaces uh, uh, our, our, our friend from Project Hope, you may remember, uh, Christina uh-huh. Saffron has now got a, has got a semi-secret startup in the uh, recovery from eating disorders space. So you're going to see a lot more of this remote activity around recovery from substance abuse, alcohol, all this stuff that, you know, that you will go to a treatment facility and then you come out and you fall off a cliff. All of this stuff is going to come on a sort of continuum of care. And we'll get more into that continuum of care later in the show. All right, what about Dados Health? They get $7 million too. Oh, funnily enough, as I said, we made in the show we're here. So Israeli company with a lot of sle- clever um, workflow and algorithmic stuff around remote monitoring. Really big deal. If you look at remote monitoring, we need a lot more of it because we have a bunch of people who are now sick at home. Are they sick enough to go to hospital? Are they going to be out of the hospital and recover? Because you may have heard that in the hospitals, they're stocked up with a certain kind of patient right now. All right, what about Bioformis? They acquire Gato Health and expand into oncology. Did that go? Oh, remember the, uh, you're like my old phone on and it's got the ring, it's got the, 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 the chicken. Oh, it's so cute when you're tired. You're so uh, slow. <laughs> okay, well, I'm slow. Uh, another very sharp uh, Indian, Singaporean, American connection here. Uh, Bioformis uh, moved to Boston. I can't remember how much they've raised, but they've a decent chunk of change. Um, uh, Cal, uh, Kajit Singh Rajput, Rajput, God, I hope I got his name right. Kuldeep Singh Rajput, sorry, Kuldeep for screwing up your name. The CEO there, 
what he's done is he's basically built a censoring a sensor company they've actually bought a swiss company which wasn't called bioformis had a similar name and they've done a bunch of sensor stuff they even did a program about the impact of you know recording temperature and other stuff on people in hong kong who had covid19 but what they're doing they've now are wrapping around it a bunch of sort of uh therapeutic patient management companies and they bought one off Takeda. Takeda's made a bunch of not great investments in digital health. And I suspect they got this one for pennies on the dollar. Um, I don't know the details. I think, I think they paid Takeda rather than vice versa, but who knows, it might have been the other way around. Okay. Um, and this gets them into the cancer space, which of course has another area where there's a lot of stuff going on after you leave the hospital, a lot of stuff, a lot of reasons to be, to, to look after people and figure out what they're doing. So probably a smart move. I bet it didn't cost them too much to get into it. But uh, again, smart guys, and they are, Growing fast. All right, bathroom philosopher. All right. Well, I mean, no, no, there, there is, there's a bunch of, of now I'm just pontificating, there's a bunch of stuff oh, going please. on, right? <laughs> no, there's a bunch of stuff going on. And if you look at uh, your stock portfolio, Jessica Master, I Ooh. wish it was mine because you're a clever girl, you know. Uh, you invest in what you believe in, people. <laughs> you know, you, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you like the people you're talking, but uh, you know, the Teladocs, the Lavongas, the world going up a lot. Why? Because uh, remote care, remote monitoring, both of those guys announced big uh, increases in first quarter earnings ahead of the numbers. And that's, you know, the first quarter. You wait till the second quarter when everyone's inside the whole time. God knows it's going to get through the roof. So I expect a lot of that. And then if you look at the other, I did a whole tweet round about this, but the whole, yes, the whole of the, but... sorry about that. But the, the whole of the sector that is like digital technology to support people who are delivering care in reality, you know, in real life, like our friends at Frisia, they've been going down. Their stocks, you know, collapsed because no one's going to the hospital anymore. No one's sitting in doctor's offices using their tools. So right. there is a shift going on. How long the shift stays, who knows, but uh, very interesting. I think this whole remote monitoring space is, is fascinating. I'm having a bunch of conversations about that now and we'll, we will see where it turns out, but uh, life is going to be different in healthcare after COVID. Yeah. I had a great chat with um, Joe DeVivo, CEO of InTouch, that got acquired by Teladoc at the beginning of the year. So that is going to be up on the healthcare blog today, actually. Today? So, Did he say, uh, I mean, they're, they're the in-hospital part mm -hmm. compared to Teladoc. And I wonder how much that's going to be integrated because Teladoc's bought a I ton of stuff. I know the answer to that. <laughs> you may have the But here's the thing, right? Teladoc has bought a ton of stuff. And now their stock price is, what, market cap was $11 billion and change, and their stock price is up double. They're going to have to buy a ton more stuff because there's going to be stuff available for free. And then and Livongo and then a bunch of the bigger guys, like, you know, be looking around like the Phillips of the world to figure out to flesh out that portfolio. Because if we move to a world outside of hospitals, even if we shift a little bit of that money away from hospitals, we spend a trillion dollars a year on the hospital sector alone. Don't have to shift very much of that out. There's a lot of opportunity there. So the answer to that, by the way? Oh, tell me the answer. <laughs> You can't let me answer a question. Just a massa. In less than two minutes, what is InTouch doing with Teladoc? They have a co-seller agreement. They're integrating well, and they have a co-seller agreement. So they're Hang able on, they're co Teladoc own them? No, so they own them, but the, the paperwork is not supposed to be finalized until the end of Q2, and it was announced that way in January. And so that's still there, still working on signing the deal. So in the meantime, they've got a co-seller agreement. Okay, but one would assume that Teladoc and uh, you know is looked at the in-hospital space uh, american well bought a, v a visa couple of, couple, you know i'm well sorry not american well i'm well now i'm going to call them their right name now they're trying to get out of america 
but the outpatient only you know guys are going to be looking at the hospital space and vice versa it's going to happen all right i'm going to wrap this up now pontificating over for you do we have to pontificate a bunch of australians and like we do we've got to go so that's it i'm wrapping it up all right friends thanks for sticking with us this long to follow the exploits of of the robe the the dressing ground wonder over there he is at bolty boy on twitter and i am at just damasa you can visit thehealthcareblog.com and subscribe oh my god you're like little red writing it's creepy like when the wolf hid in her cloak that's what i'm looking at right now You can visit thehealthcareblog.com, like I was just saying, and subscribe to our e-newsletter and get a bunch of curated content, including these Health and 2.0 episodes, delivered directly into your inbox, along with a bunch of other COVID-19 coverage. Matthew, I'll, I'll talk to you in a minute with some Aussies. Bye. Bye. <laughs>